It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. All right, welcome back to the table, Naomi's Table here, and we are into our Bible study segment. Today we're looking at Proverbs 31, verse 16. I love this. Sunny Shell is our teacher today. And uh, Sunny, you're talking about smart and classy as it relates to Proverbs huh. thirty-one sixteen. This sounds like a really good Bible study. Uh, tell us what this one's about. Well, it's about a smart and sassy girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's about a smart and classical, biblically submissive wife. Um, Proverbs thirty-one sixteen says, She considers a field and buys it with the fruit of her hands. She plants a vineyard. Now, I want to kind of break that up a little bit. Um, you know, basically, Proverbs 31 woman does not live in Disneyland. I know sometimes we think we paste on that uh, Christian fake smile of, oh, you know, everything's just wonderful and great. And that is not what the Lord meant at all when he wrote in James, you know, consider joy whenever you face trials. Yeah. It's, th- there's, a, there's something about the word consider, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But I do want to say that a Proverbs 31 woman... She is not feeble. She's not ignorant. She's not a fool. She's not uneducated, and she's not unfamiliar with hard work or tumultuous times. Yeah, so let's she's see. aware of all those things. Sunny, I, I, when I first became a Christian and I started reading Proverbs 31, uh, I didn't read that part. I didn't read about the hard work. I just read a part the, uh, about the part where she purchased something. She, she went out to the mall and she went shopping. And so uh, for a long time, I, I had it wrong about the Proverbs 31 woman, I have to tell you. You know, you know most of us do, because, again, we're not uh, looking at the, studying the spiritual ramifications, the no. essence of it, and then taking it to the application that we have in our lives, which is how we should always do it. We we look at God's Word first, study yes. it as it's shown, an example there, and then we apply it. Unfortunately, um, because there isn't, and we talked about this earlier, a lot of spiritual mother- mothering these days, you weren't spiritually mothered, I wasn't, many yeah. women haven't been. The Titus II mandate has been forgotten and to some people just totally unheard of, and because of that, we we don't know. We kind of look at this and, and we take what we understand and we just kind of do it because we're eager. And, and I'm not saying it's simple. Then we're eager to obey God and do it. Yeah. And so that's why God gave some um, as teachers to edify people in the body so that we can become more mature in His Word. So we're going to break down what it means to consider a field and then buy it, not just buy it, and that she buys it with the fruit of her hands. So yes, that's that's hard work. The yes, fruit of her is. hands means she's been working. So. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we're talking about a vineyard, so we're talking about, obviously, grapes. And I want to talk a little bit about what a vineyard does um, uh, or what a woman is like in comparison to the vineyard, kind of like I've done before. Um, Much like a vineyard, a woman bears much fruit to testify to the awesome work of God, her creator. Um, Like a vineyard, she's most productive when she's planted on the mountains, on the hillside, any land in which there are great slopes. And um, she's productive and healthy, just like the vineyards are when she's planted on the slope, uh, specifically on the south side for greater sun exposure. We can spell Mm. that S-O-N if we want to. And as a matter of fact, um, the type of land, I love this part. This is my favorite. When growing a, when someone wants to grow a, be successful in growing a great vineyard, do you know that they want to grow it actually in the worst soil? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I look this up, actually, um, in Z Wines USA online, you can find there's this little quote. It says, 
Due to the porosity of the soil and great drainage, the vine roots dig deeply in search of water and mm-hmm. minerals, which bring complexity to this wine. As the old saying goes, the worse the soil, the better the wine. So wow. anyone who actually <laughs> grows a vineyard and they want to make wine, they actually go look for um, an area that has marginal soil, not the best soil, that has all the vitamins, but the marginal soil is the, and the ones that the agriculturists actually usually try not to use, this is what actually grows the best wine. So I find it very peculiar that in Scripture, one of the examples that's compared to a biblical woman is that she um, considers a field and she buys it, and by the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. And so I found that... Um, quite interesting, and so I kind of put that together, and here are some of the analogies I saw. Um, she is special. Yeah. She grows, uh, just, just like the, as we saw the grapes do, because it, it grows unlike other fruits. You know, you don't want to grow a lemon tree, an orange tree, or whatever, in marginal soil. But you do want to, if you want great wine, and you want really good grapes, that's where you want to grow it. So it's different. She's special. She's unique. She grows under conditions in which no other woman, in other words, like no other plant, is able to thrive, mm. okay? The other similarity uh, Proverbs 31 woman has to uh, the vineyard is she doesn't need special soil. In other words, the application would be she doesn't need anything special in this world, neither the soil, the earth, basically. So she doesn't need expensive jewelry or clothes or other indulgences. It's not, I'm not saying you can't have that. I wear jewelry, and obviously mm-hmm. I wear clothes. Um, it's against the law to run around naked. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not as far saying as I know, yeah. That that's, <laughs> that's true. It's on the phone, but we'll find out. Anyway. Um, Don't try it. The fact is, <laughs> no, not out in public. But the fact is, is that the soil we know refers to the earth, and so mm-hmm. she's not requiring anything the wor- for the world to give her. Rather, she requires lots of exposure to the sun, as we were saying before, um, the, you know, she, the, they grow the vineyards on the south side for greater sun exposure, and we're talking now she needs greater exposure to the S-O-N, to the sun. She doesn't need anything from this world, from the soil, anything, anything here telling her that she's special. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm not opposed to a woman wearing makeup, having jewelry, any of that. I'm just or fine clothes. I'm just saying she doesn't find her. She doesn't define herself and who she is or her value in the things of this earth. Rather, she finds her value and is defined by who she is in Christ. Yes. Uh, another similarity between a Proverbs 31 woman and the vineyard is that she grows on a hillside. The steeper, the better. This enables her to drain any excess and unneeded water. That's what the vineyard does. So that the weight actually goes down hill and doesn't stick to her. And this way she's not saturated or burdened by the worries of this world so that it drowns her out and hinders her spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. So I love kind of that picture that she wants to grow on this steep hill. Um, Also, um, the Proverbs 31 woman, because the soil that she's planted is, is so porous, she has to dig deeper in the foundation who is Christ, and root herself strongly and firmly into him to Mm -hmm. hold on so she doesn't fall off of that steep hill. So I love that, too. Um, The fifth analogy I have here is um, to produce healthy and robust fruit, she must, it's absolutely vital, she must be pruned regularly so that her leaves, that is her outer beauty, in other words, her hair, her nails or whatever, anything on her flesh, don't steal all the nutrients necessary in order for her to bear much fruit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, as a woman, yes, we should look well-kept, 
because we are saying that we are daughters of the Most High God, so we're not going to go out there looking awful all the time. Instead, we, we look well kept, but we're not going to, if we were to spend two or three hours on ourselves, we would be spending a little more time on the soil now, wouldn't we? Yes, we would. And looking towards the sun. And so um, that's another um, analogy between the vineyard, a healthy vineyard, and a biblical submissive life. The sixth one is, although her roots are strong because they're founded in Christ, she still needs a trellis. And and we know that if anyone's ever been to a vineyard, you'll see within there, there's trellises all throughout to hold up the vines. Yeah. Okay? And the trellis that God has provided for us are our husbands. And they stand tall, and they hold up those delicate, beautiful branches of the vineyard so that her fruit is not trampled on, so that she's not dirtied or injured in any way. And that's why the gardener, who would be God, puts the trellis there. Mm-hmm. So her husband's if we honor them and see them as God made them, we would, who stand tall and bigger than us, they would naturally do what they're inclined to do, which is hold up our fruit, hold us up, and protect us so that we're not trampled on by the world mm-hmm. and that we're not dirty in any way. That fulfills what uh, the Lord says in Ephesians 5.25 for men to husbands to love their wives as Christ and sanctify her, cleanse her with the word. And that's what husbands will do if we give them the gift of submission. The final and seventh um, analogy that I got from this is that, you know, the old saying um, goes uh, for grapes. It also goes for biblical submissive wives. The worse the soil, that means the the harder times that we have, the stronger our faith. Mm. Wow. And that's true. And And we know, I'm sure all of us can think right now, some women that we have met that have gone through some tumultuous times, whether it be they be stricken with cancer or sudden death of a child or, or just other unimaginable things. And we see that those women who um, have been deeply rooted in Christ, um, it, it made their, strong, their faith grow stronger, yes, not weaker. And so that's another way that a biblically submissive wife, uh, a biblically submissive woman, according to the Lord, is um, compared to what we see here in Proverbs 31, 16, to a vineyard. And we can talk next time, or um, the gals can look online for the study to talk about the uh, practical applications of what it means to actually consider the field, what it means to buy it, why her husband would trust in in her for that, and those um, ramifications. But we can, you can decide how we want to do that. We can do it next time, or they can just look online and grab the lesson. Well, and the lesson is called Proverbs 3116, Smart and Classy. You're going to want to look that one up. There, There is so much there. And we could, Sonny, we could have probably spent an hour talking about each one of those comparisons to uh, the vineyard. And, and so I look forward to that. Uh, we might cover a little bit of this next time. Uh, but I, again, I, ladies, I do encourage you to go do a Bible study on this. Uh, use the uh, rich uh, Bible verses that Sonny has provided in this Bible study and, um, and be blessed by by it, because being in God's Word is so important these days. We need to be strong women of the Word. All right, well, that's all the time we have for this segment. We will be back in just a moment.